0: Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling
1: Dialogues, episode 150. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews in the Hammer, all the way from Springfield, Missouri. Hi, guys. How you doing? Pretty Good.
0: Hey, what's hey. happening
1: today? Ah, not too much. We got a bit of snow, but it's been nice and sunny. Although it's been a bit cooler, but uh, yeah, beautiful weather. Good,
2: excellent. It's gloomy here.
1: Oh no! It's almost, yeah, it's always it's the
2: opposite. Kind of foggy here, but it, it, the temperature's been good, so I'm not complaining.
1: Yeah, you guys are always opposite what we got going on. Yeah,
2: here. and it, it wasn't near as hot as it was last night in DC. <laughs> 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 Woo! Yeah, no it doubt. It was hot in that place. Everybody I saw had like, you know, perspiration on their brow. Yeah. It, Shiny foreheads were everywhere.
1: Yeah, it kind of looked like they were cracking walnuts with their butt cheeks.
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, isn't that why the, all the Democratic women wore, wore the white? Was because <laughs> they knew it was going to be hot in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, well, no, maybe that that's, wasn't That's
2: it. one possibility, right? I don't, I don't think that was the wood. Ah, ah, you know. But obviously, we're talking about the State of the Union, right? The president started out with unity, bipartisanship Okay. Yeah. He shared millions of our fellow citizens are watching us now, gathered in this great chamber. Hoping that we will govern not as two parties but as one nation. I mean, it almost makes you want to laugh.
1: Yeah, there there I, was I, definitely some shots thrown there, right? You know.
2: Oh yeah, now you know Pelosi's bottom lip. I guarantee you is hurting today because she chewed the hell out of it last night.
1: I heard something I, that that she got the clap or something in the news. <laughs> was that right? No, she,
0: no, well, she, clapped
2: she actually clapped a couple of times. She tried
0: to give the clap to Trump.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> right across his face.
1: <laughs> yeah. but,
2: um, she she behaved, but her mouth did things. You know. Now the hammer thinks she probably took a little Xanax before.
0: <laughs> she had to. That's our so of Xanax. Could keep from going nuts.
2: Because no. <laughs> he gets under her skin. Oh, my God! He irks her to death.
1: yeah, you could you could see it on her face like you said.
0: Yeah,
2: He said, we must resist the politics of revenge. And she nearly choked.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, did you see the handshake at the very beginning?
2: Yeah, I couldn't tell whether they were going to high five or, or yeah, or it was like
0: do, a wet wash rag though when she yeah. finally <laughs> took his hand. You know, to the Olympics. I thought
2: maybe you know. for a second he was going to try to kiss it. I <laughs> thought, oh please, don't uh, do don't, that. No, don't give her a hand kiss. Oh my gosh,
1: that would that, have been funny though.
2: Oh yeah, oh, it would have been funny because you know it. To go watch.
1: Yeah, you know that would have been a sarcastic kiss on the hand
0: and said, "Your Majesty." <laughs>
1: He yeah.
2: said victory is not winning for our party victory is winning for a country yeah I mean they've done everything but that that's a pipe dream we yeah. all know that I mean uh defy def- decisive is just you know the word of the day but he tried the women in white were there for they wore the, the white for women's suffrage, which ended 100 years ago. So I, I'm not understanding why <laughs> they chose that. You know, uh, um, he, the president pointed out that there are more women working now than ever. There are more women in Congress than ever. Most of them are Democrats. Right. They cheered. I mean he did try to include both parties however when he pointed out that we have created 5.3 million new jobs and added 600,000 new manufacturing jobs which pretty much everybody said wasn't gonna happen they didn't stand up they didn't cheer they you didn't know. want
0: him to be able to do it that's that was the, the whole main thing is they were this is what I don't understand. This is our country, Democrat Republican. How do how can you want your president, regardless of what party he's in, to fail? Right. That's a failure of the whole country. I I don't understand their objective. Now I know that they hate him so bad because he's not one of their good old boys that they can control. But some of the things when the economy is doing well, when there's more jobs,
2: uh, I don't understand it. It's a good thing. You know, there's controversy. I mean, um, he spoke of the Russian investigation, I guess. I, I really don't necessarily think he was just talking about the Mueller investigation, but everybody took it that way. He said, an economic miracle is taking place in the united states and the only thing that can stop it are foolish wars politics or ridiculous partisan investigations now i think he was more talking about congressional subcommittees opening up and calling people in and and questioning them and constantly keeping the fire However, the pundits really wanted it to be about Mueller. Right. He doesn't plan on stopping the Mueller investigation. He knows that would be political suicide, and he's he's in a good spot right now, politically.
1: Well, I expected the people. I expected the people with Trump derangement syndrome to be just all crazy right after that, and that didn't happen. As a matter of a fact, a few of them said. I'm really glad he mentioned this. It was actually a not bad speech. And I I was floored.
2: Yeah, but there was controversy. You know, um, they are talking a lot about that. Shane, he was talking about Mueller's case. They didn't like, of all things, the fact that he said Russia is violating the nuclear treaty that was signed back during the Cold War. You know? On one hand, they want to accuse him of being in bed with Russia. Then, when he does something to punish Russia, they're mad about it. I mean, yeah,
1: it, it's very which hypocritical. way is it? Yeah, very hypocritical.
0: Depends on what day it is. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it, it, that's the way they they work. They they want everything to be for their benefit instead of for the benefit of the people. And until we all get together and remember that the government is to be for the people it doesn't it doesn't say anything about a party there's nothing that says parties in any of our uh, important documents like the Bill of Rights like the Declaration of Independence there's nothing about Democrat Republican no it's we the people for the people and some, a lot of the politicians forget that when they get into Washington. Well, it doesn't say for
2: the elitist only. Right. That's true. He said that the, that the border is a moral oh. issue in response to Nancy calling it immoral, I presume.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they, they could have had their, their deal and the DACA people looked after but they they obviously don't give two shits about the oh
2: yeah he's given them two great opportunities and and they don't want it now I will tell you that I kind of think they've gotten on board with him on the trade issues you know at first they were scared to death he was going to start a war with China don't know you know I saw that becoming a bipartisan issue right they were kind of happy with that way he's made on trade relations.
1: Well, how could they not be with with the job stats and and the way you guys are doing economically compared to what it was like two or three years ago?
2: Oh yeah, and what you know, they they steal our our technology. Um, you know, they they've had the upper end for years or forever, basically, um, since we've been trading with China. Right but um nancy bit up her lip the most when he spoke of the late term term abortion right um he said let us work together to build a culture that cherishes innocent life he put the nails to them he made them seem like the devils
0: you know what i wish he would have done is i wish he would have had you know like the uh the pictures where he showed things. I wish he'd had a picture of like Pelosi's house with the big wall, Obama's <laughs> house. With he did mention
2: wall. it. He I know he mention mentioned it,
0: but I wish he would have shown the, you know like a pictorial. Yeah, yeah. And that way he could have said, "And then, Na- oh, Nancy, is that your, is that your house? My <laughs> God, you do have a ten foot wall.
2: Amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. But." I thought it was an amazing speech. I really did. Um, very few of those speeches are amazing. They're usually just boring. Right. Um, it was very well written.
1: I'd, I'd guess for absolute for sure, because the people with Trump, uh, Trump's derangement syndrome didn't go crazy after, which is what I totally expected.
2: Yeah. He had 13 guests there that he honored. And it was tied beautifully throughout the speech, these guests. Oh, cool. And, um, you know, Ronald Reagan was the one that started inviting guests, you know, and recognizing them. But the way Trump's team wove it in to strategically into the different parts of the speech were amazing. Um And the people were amazing. Um, Remember the Tree of Life uh, synagogue shooting? Right. There was a man um, that had survived the Holocaust, that survived the shooting, Judah Samet. He was recognized. I mean, can you imagine? No. It was his 81st birthday yesterday, and he was there. And and very appreciative. And the whole crowd, Republican and Democrat, broke out into a happy birthday song. Cool.
1: Very cool. You know, which he, he, he could have easily turned this into us versus them kind of a speech and, and that's He could have. That's totally not what happened. It was a, a speech to the people.
2: Yeah, and he wants to give about five hundred million over the next ten years for um, pediatric cancer research. He had a 10-year-old cancer survivor there, Grace Eileen. She was an amazing child. Cool, cool. Um, She's now cancer-free. She just finished um, her chemo and radiation in December, and she was just darling. She was sitting right next to the the First Lady. Mm -hmm. He had three World War II survivors. He had Allison Johnson. She was the grandma that he uh, commuted her sentence this summer. Because remember, she had been caught selling a minor amount of drugs some 20 plus years ago and had received a life sentence. A life sentence. (laughs) Wow. Wow, he was that's, very careful, very appreciative. He wove that, that into um, the speech, you know, talking about how, you know, some of these judges have just went a little haywire. Yeah, for you, sure. You know, some of them have an agenda, and uh, we need to take care of that when it happens. Buzz Aldrin, um, he was the first man on the moon. He's getting really old. I don't know how old he is. I don't either. he, but was,
0: he actually he looked pretty good though. He stood I up
2: and he saluted the president, and it was one of those, you know, those moments that you know you kind of get a little shiver.
1: Right.
2: He had Deborah Bissell, Heather Armstrong, and Madison Armstrong there. Their grandma, mother, and father. Were murdered in Las Vegas by illegal uh, illegal immigrants. He called them aliens in their home, wow. and of course that was making a point about um, illegals Right. coming over. And it's like the hammer said last night. He goes, "What kind of a wuss are you when you can't just rob the house of 80 year olds? You got to kill them."
0: Right. You know, 80-year-olds probably can't remember even, you know, what day it Which was, what like. they had for lunch. Right. But yet exactly. you've got to, yeah, and you know they just didn't walk in there with their faces uncovered, and yet you have to kill them? They would have probably given them their money and everything, but I, I don't get the idea of, of killing them because they couldn't pick anybody out of a lineup to save their soul. Most well, of them can't see past the, the ultimate thug. Yeah, you're it, right. It
2: really is. Yeah. They had Alvin Hernandez, Hernandez, Hernandez,
1: (laughs) Hernandez. Yeah, Hernandez. Yeah, I haven't
2: even been drinking.
1: Well, it's time to start then. Yeah, you (laughs) got one agent
2: that has absolutely recovered well over a thousands of people that have been trafficked. Oh wow! Human trafficking agent. Um, that was pretty amazing. He had Matthew Charles there. The First Step Act, that's where they're letting um, some of these guys out of prison that were over-sentenced as part of the act. Um, he was the first one to be released from prison. He had a minor drug sale. He had already done 22 years. Oh, wow. um, he had been sentenced to some 33 years.
0: Yeah. You know you can order what these guys sold you could order more online than <laughs> yeah. probably the amount that they sold but yet you, yeah you know and then these people and if they
2: were sentenced now versus 22 years ago it, it wouldn't be
0: as harsh it'd be a suspended sentence unless you got one of those a, judges you know,
2: Um he had Roy James a plant manager that the plant was saved by the tax cuts they didn't like that one. They really didn't like the human trafficking guy. Because that's a little close to ice. See?
1: Oh, Just I see.
2: SWAT wingers do not want these. So some of these people they weren't exactly excited about. They also had the SWAT um, member that was at the Tree of Life synagogue. He was shot six times that day. His oh, name was Timothy Maston.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and then they had Tom Woberly. He was the father of Craig Woberly, who was killed on the USS Cole back in 2000. Um, that moment was memorable because this week, the last of those responsible for the USS Cole was killed
1: Oh wow!
2: by um, the US military. He had an opioid survivor there, Ashley Evans, and then he had a sixth grader by the name of Joshua Trump that has been harassed and teased so much he could he possibly is going to have to change his last name, and change schools.
1: Wow, kid. Um,
2: I thought something else that was interesting. Remember, Steve King, you know, lost all of his committee. Appointments a couple of weeks ago because he said something we couldn't quite understand about white nationalists and
1: you know right.
2: we, I don't understand the context of a sentence after two weeks I have never really heard nevertheless he allowed Diamond of Diamond and Silk to have his guest ticket wow. I thought that was interesting but the candidates and others Kristen Gildebrand her eyes were rolling all over the place as he was talking she's one of the 2020 candidates Kamala Harris kept pursing and twisting her lips (laughs) every time he spoke it really didn't matter what he said and aoc alexandria ocasio cortez is just bossy cow with those women in the white suits she was telling them when to sit up when to not sit up and stand up and when to clap their hands and the three of them started to walk out back time, um, she told them to set their asses back down good thing she, good thing she didn't get tired of her good thing she didn't fall off a cliff <laughs> they
1: would have followed her like lemmy. Yeah, oh, my yeah, God,
2: it, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And at one point, the president said the United States will never turn into a socialist country. Now, Chuck and Nancy both got up and clapped, but AOC and Bernie were red-faced as fire. <laughs> Yeah, of
1: course that they they would applaud there because there is that big division within the Democratic Party where there's the Democratic Socialist.
2: But I will tell you that really, Chucky and Nancy aren't far from the Socialists. Oh no, I would. Now consider they don't want it to be an that. Aaron, I would too. And they've let these these others influence them and and basically robbed the party.
1: Right. Well, they're getting you know more I, oppressed than any of them are. Midterm
2: so. elections are very local. You tend to vote on midterms for you, who you like the best, to, you know the best. Not so much for your party. When it comes to 2020, you vote the whole ticket for your party in a presidential year. So I don't think they're going to fare well.
1: I can't see it either.
2: In a presidential year, when people are voting the ticket, they're voting the Constitution, unlike those midterms where they go, well, I heard of John Smith more than I've heard of Jane Doe. and So I'm just going to vote for him. Well, so far, anybody
1: that said they're running or going to be running against uh, you know, Trump or in the next election, I, they just don't have it. No, they don't. They Sorry, don't.
0: They don't. They're, they're like, who are you again? No. What, did, what did you do? Oh, nothing? Okay. I think what we're going to get in 2020 is a lot like we got in 2016. In 2016, there were a lot of people that voted Trump that never talked about it, they just went in and voted. I think that you're going to get a lot of Democrats because the way the economy has turned and they do not want socialism they won't say anything but when they're inside that ballot box area they yeah. can go in there and vote any way they want and then they can come out and say whatever well, but i did. think their
2: they lied like a dog's coming out on those exit polls
0: yeah or, or trump would have Got beat like eighty percent to twenty percent.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're we're basically seeing the exact same thing happening in Canada with the polls with the the election coming this year, and uh, elections. We just had a by election here in in my area for the for the provincial legislature, and that's the same thing. Who they had out in front by double digits uh, didn't win. So yeah, exactly. And see, you, that's
2: what happened in England. I mean, in the U.K., on Brexit.
1: So I'm going to definitely agree that, that you guys, uh, you know, hit the nail on the head there with with people are saying they're voting one way, but they're actually voting another way.
0: Well, I don't, think, I don't think they say they're voting. A, a lot of them aren't saying. They just won't say.
2: Well, yeah, but sometimes go, yeah, he's yeah, right. You know, they do not. Yeah,
0: but when they get in there. Yeah.
2: I, I mean... That's that's for sure, but I will tell you who got the last laugh last night. 72% of the people that watched the State of the Union, and this is both parties, including independents, 72% of them agreed with the president. That's amazing. 76% liked his speech. 82% of the independents agreed with him. Now, that was a poll... Uh, there were three polls all of them were the major networks and they all coincided with with these numbers okay despite that CNN's Van Jones said Trump's speech was psychotically incoherent (laughs) oh and there were other saying stuff are you kidding me now Van Jones also has been to the White House several times working with the president on this crime bill. And then he had the audacity to say that it was psychotically incoherent.
1: Wow. Maybe for him. Who
2: is psychotically (laughs) incoherent?
0: He is. There you go. Wow. He must have. He must have gotten some good stuff from somewhere. Some of the old stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Some of the new stuff's pretty good too. Yeah. Well. I, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: You know, I do want to bring up one thing before we get too far away. Okay. I have to mention who won the Super Bowl.
2: Uh. <laughs> now, forgotten the Super I Bla have to right mention
0: now. who picked the winter. Yes,
1: the Super Blah 2019. And that was probably
0: <laughs> you really as did sort boring as the any...
2: 2018. You know, how. This season.
0: Okay. Yeah, if, y- the you game's, can if the game's going to suck, at least have some damn good commercials. <laughs> the commercials sucked. The best one was for oh the
2: football. For football. It was. That was the only good one.
0: You know, I.
2: The NFL's own commercial was the only good one.
1: You know, I was watching a hockey game, so I forgot the game was on. So I you tune- didn't miss a damn well, thing. I, <laughs> I tuned in right at the end of the, the, the second quarter, and I'm like, what are they playing hockey?
0: <laughs> yeah, baseball. <laughs> baseball, yeah. Well, yeah, it was 13-3, to 3, you know, I mean... Four ring. It was. It was a suckathon. Yeah,
2: But you now Brady somehow pulls it out every time. Yeah. You, you, I mean, he's talented, but mostly he's lucky.
1: I got to give props to the hammer. You predicted the entire uh, playoff season with one wrong. Not Amazing. bad.
2: Not bad. I did
0: make my comeback. I hope everybody got yeah. sorry about here before. Well
1: you know? done. well done.
0: Well, I just had to do a little more homework. yeah
1: well, you, you hit the nail on the head all the time. So. And a
0: little bit more alcohol made my mind <laughs> envision the score <laughs> yeah. or something to that effect. I'm not sure what it I envisioned, but it did help. Yeah,
1: well, I know a lot of people were complaining that it was probably the most boring game
0: in history, so I'm kind of glad it's over for another year. Yeah, you know what's kind of funny is we ha- they ha- the NFL had their biggest scoring uh, year that they've ever had yeah. <laughs> with, with all of the the high scoring offenses like the Rams and the and the Chiefs and a lot of the other. It, uh, the Colts, and the Saints. But then, all of a sudden, we get to the Super Bowl, the biggest show on earth, and nothing. Nothing. The, the, uh, as bad as I hate to say it, that Dan Belichick can, can coach. And you give him two weeks to scout a team, he finds every weakness that they have, and, and he exploits it. He, he is a, an amazing coach. I hate him. But maybe I hate him because he wins. But anyway, there's next year. Good job. Yeah, well, the the next day, uh, the
1: headlines were stolen by Adam Levine's nipples. (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. Adam Levine, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, Uh, there, there was people all over Facebook criticizing the choice for Maroon 5. I said it was probably just... They were chosen because they promised. They were the only band that promised not to kneel during their
0: performance. Exactly. And then actually, was... go ahead. Being an older person, I actually thought the halftime show was okay. I'm I not saying it was, it was okay. great. I don't know. What I, I thought it was okay. Off, I thought that I didn't really care. I, I thought they all did well. I thought the timing on by all three of the acts the way they brought them in, and and I like Maroon Five. I think they've got some. Good stuff. I, I didn't really dig the well taking the, the shirt off and yeah. The the stuff,
1: feminists but. were all angered by that because a few years back, do you remember what happened to Janet yeah, Jackson? Yeah, and, yeah. And, she got in and trouble. And she, that was only man. one nipple, but I think yeah. I think the difference there is that Adams were real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: You mean there's too many people allergic to plastic? I guess. So. I tell you
2: what, though. I was The one good thing about him taking off the shirt is that it is proof positive that yoga works. Because a few years ago, he quit doing his workouts and went to yoga. Nothing but yoga. And yeah. look, he looked pretty, looked pretty good.
1: Well, I can't wait for what Blake Shelton has to say on The Voice about Adam's nipples now. I, I just can't wait for the next oh, season.
0: No oh he'll have something good to say about yeah, that he, will. he oh, might yeah. show up he might show up the first show without his shirt sure. on. oh yeah <laughs> oh, I, I, no. I, I totally I'd rather be Glenn, but it could be him <laughs> yeah.
2: totally totally thing.
1: agree with you guys there
2: yep and we don't always agree but life's a journey and we're all in this together thanks for listening Godspeed Connor thanks to the hammer and Godspeed to all of our friends out there
1: Godspeed, Grace, and thanks, Hammer.
0: You bet. Go Cardinals.
1: Thanks for listening, everyone.